0: Hey BGM babes, welcome back to the Black Girl Manifest Podcast. It's your girl Anika and, and Brittany. What up? What up? So, Brittany, how you been? How's your week been? It's been really good. So, uh, remember we talked about um, me manifesting a job last week, yes. and your girl got a job. <laughs> brow, 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 brow. <laughs> I got a big girl office. I got, so I work in a, a medical office. I got a big girl office and me and my plants then took over already. So I love it. It's cool. The vibe is nice. It's a little quiet office. I like it a lot. That's good. I'm so, I'm super happy for you. I knew it was going to happen. And so you got this girl. I'm proud of you and your jungle that you got at work. Good, Thank you, good job. How's your week been? You know, if I'm being honest, it's been really rough, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's okay. It's the weekend now. I can kind of chillax and kind of decompress, and I'm going to manifest a better week. How's that? Well, that's going to happen. Yes, it's going to happen. I'm praying for you, and I love you, and I'm sending you virtual hugs and kisses. Oh, thanks, sis. You're welcome. So, BGM Babes, we have a very, very special guest that we would like to introduce to our show and it's Brandon Morris say hey Brandon
1: hey everybody how y'all doing hey hello
0: Brandon is a fitness guru in training with his own brand called Shred Season he is a self-motivator anime lover super musical influence he's definitely put me on so much music that I would Definitely not even think about listening to and expanded my music library so much. Um, and more importantly, he is one of my favorite cousins that I stole from my husband.
1: Ooh, girl, keep talking, keep talking. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> yeah.
0: So welcome to the show, Brandon. How are you?
1: I'm good. Happy to be here. Today was a long day. I'm um, um I'm happy to be on the podcast with you. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Happy yeah, that makes you me feel good. Mm-hmm. For a long time, I love your introduction. I was like, man, I wouldn't have said any of those things about me.
0: <laughs> but it fits you perfectly, though. Like seriously, so I mm-hmm. mean, she didn't say anything that wasn't true. That's awesome.
1: That is very true, actually.
0: Yeah, take pride in She
1: didn't say anything wrong. No, she
0: did not. Stand that. up <sighs> and, uh, Love yes. feel. Stand yes, up
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Brandon, again, welcome to the show. Brandon, tell us about yourself and why you created your brand, Tread Season.
1: Okay, um, a little bit about. Well, you pretty much said <laughs> everything that I would say, but uh, to continue. About Shred Season, Uh, about two, almost two and a half years ago, uh, I went through um, a pretty big breakup that made me be like, okay, I need to switch up as a person. And so I went on this quest of, um, I'm going to say, spiritual guidance, a quest of learning more about me, uh, learning more about where I fit in, in this life, in this universe, uh, and this journey is pretty much a lifelong journey. It's not one of those things you can take a couple years off and figure all out. No, you you're gonna be walking this journey to the day you die. So I basically <laughs> just took the initiative and said, "I will keep learning more about life and what it means to me and where I fit in within this life." So, um, I was real big, man. I was a uh, I was about three three hundred fifteen pounds. Mm-hmm. Um. And I just started, I didn't know where to start with this journey, so I started with the one thing that I didn't like about myself the most, which was my weight. So um, I pretty much changed a lot of stuff about myself within weight loss. Weight loss was my gateway drug to a lot of other, to everything that you uh, mentioned about me, about meditating, uh, music, um, just getting fit to live, and Spiritual guidance, meditation, all of that. Like weight loss was my gateway to all of those things, and uh, I created this brand. It's 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 more than a brand to me at this point. It's evolved to a community. I want Shred Season to be more than just a brand, more than just something, uh, more than just a logo on a shirt, but the whole community, a community of people who are trying to shred away their um, their doubts, their uh, disbeliefs, yeah, there the weight you know just the, the physical weight on their bodies and the mental and emotional weight and stress that they hold on themselves we're shredding away everything about us so sh- shred season isn't just for people who want to lose weight it's for people who just want to get rid of all the bad energy in their lives so whatever with whatever your goal is shred season is as com- a community for you to just get rid of all of those things. Get rid of all of the things that keep you from being your higher self. So Mm. That's what shred season is for me.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, so tell us how you realized that your relationship with food was toxic.
1: Man, I think I've always known. I think ever since just uh, middle school and high school, I always knew my relationship with, with food was trash because I had always been big and I never knew how to eat healthy or I don't, I kind of don't like the word eating healthy or uh, I, I like to use the term eating clean because healthy and clean are two different things. Like you can, you can still eat a six piece wing and be healthy, but, uh, and the the term healthy food is basically clean food, food that is not very saturated in fats and um, saturated and over seasoning and sodium, just all the, just oversaturated and stuff. You don't need sugar and all of that good stuff. So uh, as far as healthy foods go or clean foods, I don't want to get into semantics, but just healthy foods all around. I didn't know how to eat those. I didn't know what it was. It was, it was just, I I knew that that was something that always was troubling me, but I didn't know consciously that there was something that was like a relationship until later in life I always knew it was trash though I just never figured out how to fix it because I didn't cook the food in my house growing up so yeah okay. wow
0: well. okay. that's interesting okay and you, you mentioned that um you when you initially lost weight it was after a breakup so let's talk about weight loss and trauma so I know for myself, I use a traumatic event to lose as well as motivation for weight loss myself, and it was a breakup, and it was you know, I was in college, so that was however many years ago that was. So, but, uh, <laughs> I like what
1: you did there. I yeah. Did there.
0: So, but what happens if if we use a traumatic event as a motivation for weight loss? So, what happens when we are actually happy? Like, how do we navigate that to keep the weight down? you know, versus, you know, you get happy and you're kind of knowing that you have a toxic relationship with food. Like, you know what I mean? How do you navigate
1: that now? That is a great question. Um, I will answer it by saying this. When you do things out of a traumatic experience, you have to understand that you're not going to feel depressed or you're not going to feel like you're in this sad and hun- unhappy-ass place for the rest of your life you have to understand that hey life is not gonna be just shitty can i cuss on here Hard,
0: oh, he, real hard like super hard yes
1: okay okay <laughs> i didn't know Lead at um, yeah. okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but anyway you have to understand that life is not always going to be shitty so it's okay if this is your gateway to getting better in some way form or fashion yes by all means let that be your motivation but your motiva- you have to understand that your motivation has to change my, my motivation mm. came, changed three times before it stuck with me mm. my first time was of course my breakup I wanted to figure all of this out so I just started working out and my eating didn't necessarily get better I just was more conscious of what I was eating so I still ate like shit sometimes, but it was like, eh, I can't eat like shit all the time because I can't perform well in the gym. And plus, the gym was a – it was an outlet to just stop thinking about stuff. It was like, oh, I'm thinking about shit again, so let me go to the gym. <laughs> and um, so later, it was like, okay, I'm – I'm not going to the gym as much anymore i'm going I used to go six days a week now I'm going four or three or two then it was one time I got down to like one time and I was like, What's going on like why am i um why am I going less now? It was because I was slowly but surely healing I guess or starting the process of healing. It was like you can be mad all day, but you're not gonna like, it take a lot of energy to be mad, man, but then mm, you're just not yeah. gonna be mad anymore. so I thought about it and I was like, man, you know what this was when my motivation changed the first time. It said, you know what? I want to just, like, I want to get my ex-girlfriend back. So the motivation changed. Now I'm working out to get my ex-girlfriend back. All right, keep going, keep going. To shorten that portion out, saw my ex again. It was like, um, she was like, nah, (laughs) this ain't it. Just because you worked out a little bit don't mean, like, anything changed or you know or things have really been switched up like I want you to know that like it was more than just that like I mean not that your looks meant anything like just because you looked a certain way she didn't give a fuck about that so you know it was like damn it was another realization that it's more than just how you look
0: so So I started looking so she was holding you super accountable like it's not your appearance it was your
1: actions it was a yeah. It was a yeah. It was a lot. She said I'm really putting it in layman's terms, and yeah, it was more than just appearance. So she basically said like, this ain't just no breakup to get back together type shit. Like, nah, this it's a lot going on, bro. <laughs> and so I was fucked up about that. Back depressed again, going back to the gym, and now my motivation changes again. It's like you know what? Fuck all that. I just want to shit on. I want to shit on everybody that shit on me when I was growing up. Or Mm. I I just want to change and say, fuck everybody. And so motivation changed again. I'm going hand once again, once again, once again. And you start to realize that all this social media shit, all this, all of this stuff that we look at every day is fake. Like all of this shit is fake, man, because you can leave social media alone for the rest of your life. And I guarantee you, like life is probably better without it. You don't need all the clicks. You don't need all the likes. You don't need all this shit. Like this fake ass. Ooh, we keep up with each other because we're Facebook friends and we mm-hmm. comment on people's stuff. Like this shit is fake. Like a phone. When the last time you had a phone call or a meet up or, of like a homie dinner or a homie like invited your homie over to do stuff, or you know what I'm saying? Just it's it's you, you start realizing that all this shit fake. So now you posting video pictures of how you looked when you were bigger and how you look now and people are motivated and stuff like that but these aren't your real friends these aren't people say they're motivated and they want to do stuff one day and they don't really mean that shit It's social media it's fake man none of this shit is real like man to me this world all like even now this world war three shit it ain't real until niggas stop making jokes like niggas is niggas is real deal making jokes about World War Three. Like, tell me how fake this shit is. Like, when Colin Kaepernick when Colin Kaepernick was kneeling at the NFL, um, in, at these NFL games, it's niggas like buying concessions <laughs> while he's kneeling. I'm pretty sure, or it's some dude taking a shit in the restroom while this man is kneeling for, for police brutality. Like, none of this shit is real, man. Like, there's some. I guess if that's a word within it so um I I noticed like I never got any happier you know with more likes and more people's attention on social media and shitting on old people it was like are the old people even talking to you bro for who, who are you really kidding on you really mm. shitting on yourself to be honest <laughs> you nice. shitting on yourself you're trying to prove something to yourself and not to other people so of course I'm still stuck on this ex-girlfriend Um. Now I'm back to the point where I really do want to make it work. So you now you're trying to make a change for real, like emotionally and you know, just as a person. So you come back to this person and you try to figure it out, and it's still not where it is. And long story short, you go into this deep, deep, deep depression, even though you feel like, oh, you've been working out, you've been working on yourself, man. None of this shit is none of this shit happens overnight like you wanted to because we're millennials we we're products of instant gratification we are we are beings of instant gratification we want shit to happen tomorrow but it's not that things don't work that way i wanted to happen yesterday yeah exactly (laughs) right exactly (laughs) and that's one thing i can give to older people they their patience game is on point they, they, and I mean, it's certain shit that I won't do. Like, I won't work for a company I hate for forty years. Like, they be doing that type of shit. I'm like, nah, I'm straight on that. But um, so I, and then my motivation evolved once again to my final motivation. My final motivation was to um to never feel this depressed or to feel this alone or feel this feeling of inadequacy ever again i wanted to wake up every day and give every day my best foot forward whether it be with working out working on my body or helping somebody out at the grocery store i wanted to put my best foot forward within everything and change the way i thought about women change the way i thought about relationships change the way i thought about god like it 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 made me want to go seek God. I wanted mm. to seek like I because I, I really wanted answers. I wanted I wanted to know is there more than just this shitty these shitty feelings I feel every day? Mm. It has to be more out there for me. Like I'm super young, and I feel like it's funny when older people tell me like, "Oh man, you ain't been through nothing." I really wanna I really want to understand. I re- I really want to understand it. And then sometimes you really do feel like, man, you ain't been through nothing.
0: I mean, Especially be careful what hear. you wish for, because I promise there are. I mean, everybody has traumatic events, but there, de- it it definitely gets a little deeper. Right. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. I, I want to. I'm not saying I want to go through some traumatic shit. I'm not saying that at all. No,
0: no, no. I know.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying like I don't want to. I don't want to go through any traumatic shit ever again. And so I work on myself diligently to make sure I either I don't or I'm ready for whatever, you know, life throws at me. And I want to be the best person I can be. So when you wake up every day feeling like I want to be better than I was yesterday, your motivation pretty much doesn't stray far away ever.
0: Right. You you really said something important there because that's something I have to take for myself, you know, especially... Because literally, I sometimes like how how do you navigate that if you're in a happy space? Like I'm stuck. Like uh, you definitely have to kind of reinvent your motivation. What are you? Na- I mean, you know, what's going to motivate you now? So I think that's really really important. And yeah, thank mm-hmm. you for answering that question. So <clears throat> ultimately, working out is th- some form of therapy. But if you don't mind talking about this, you actually t- go and see a therapist. In real life,
1: oh um, yes, I tell, love her.
0: Tell us, I I think it's great that you go see a woman therapist. By the way, but yeah, awesome. Tell Shit. us what you tell us why you think therapy is important, specifically in regards of Black men learning to love themselves.
1: Okay, I will start by this. Growing up, I never ever in my life. Matter of fact, I won't even say growing up until I turned about. 21 years old. I never heard a human, let alone a black male, tell me to love myself.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't even know. Oh, wow. That is. Wow. Because that's not something you hear, bro, for real.
1: It's not. If you really think about it, think about how many times you've heard people say love yourself until you were like grown.
0: Yeah, then it was like, okay, now I got to unlearn all this shit before. OMG. It's it's like, okay, but how? What you mean? It's, you're telling, somebody's telling you, you need to learn to love yourself. Okay, but you don't know what that looks like. So how do you do that?
1: I'm going to tell you what I started doing. I started reading self-help books. I might get laughed at for saying that shit, but um, I don't care. That's what helped me out. Um I got this book by Jen. the first book I read was by Jen Sincero. it's called You Are a Badass. Uh Brittany, I think you gave me that book.
0: Yes, I did. I gave you that book. And it said, like, influence. Y- y'all please read that book. Please read that uh You Are a Badass. This, listen, skip over the secret, skip skip over all that. The secret is the secret
1: is pretty trash
0: it's it's super helpful if you are in a super baby like newborn stage of loving yourself and spirituality and all that kind of stuff but please read you are a badass like it instilled in me so much confidence that i didn't even know that i was capable of having like when you put out that you're a badass it's like when you think a badass, like, damn, you can do you know, you can do anything if you're a badass or whatever. So that book just, that book, I'm glad that you said that. That book really kind of transformed me too.
1: Mm-hmm. That that book changed my life. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely changed Add my it life.
0: to Amazon cart. Thank you. Cause I didn't even <laughs> know about the
1: book. Like, yeah. We're not paid know? to tell you this, you guys. It's an honest, it's honestly the first book I started to read. Oh,
0: and also, (laughs) not to like like we said, she's not paying us. But hey, girl, Jen, if you want to give us some money, but Jen also has (laughs) Jen also has you are a badass at money, and I've not gotten through that book, but it's a very good book as well. So she has a whole badass series. Sorry to cut you -hmm. off, but go ahead.
1: No, it's cool. Um, because I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't know what they looked like. I didn't know. What to do to start doing it. So I started, I read that book and it was so thorough. And I think once you get to about chapter three, chapter three is called Love Yourself. Mm-hmm. And once you read that chapter, every chapter after that, the last sentence of the chapter is make sure you keep loving yourself through the process. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Every chapter after that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so there's another book I read by a uh there's a foreign guy I think he's an Indian guy it's called uh love yourself like your life depended on it I've heard of that book yeah it's really short it's uh it's like 50 pages long and he was on the brink of su he was on the brink of suicide and um he decided to of course not do it and uh he said every day he's just gonna repeat the words I love myself just repeatedly.
0: Funny enough, and he because, watched his oh, life change.
1: Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go
0: ahead. No, I was just gonna say, funny enough, you love yourself like your life depended on it. It does depend on it, right? It really does, right? Mm-hmm. It's I I I think, me and Anika, you and I talked about a little bit on the seasonal depression episode, like, um. You don't know that you're in depression until you're already kind of in it. And so I remember um, being well not alone in Memphis but you know me and my not to keep bringing my husband up every episode but me and my husband have literally not spent more than a weekend away from each other so that might kind of seem toxic to everybody else but to me is not toxic but when he left and went to South Carolina and I didn't see him for months at a time I slipped into a state of depression like I didn't know what to do with myself and I was to the point where I was not calming my hair I was just crying whenever and wherever or whenever um people like to dress up and make depression like it's super cute and now everybody likes to say that they have depression but that shit is not it's not something that's cute that shit is it deteriorates your spirit and it messes if it fucks with your mind and i just remember i didn't want to fucking take a shower i remember like i took i knew I was fucked up when I, nothing had happened at work to me and I just started crying. I was like, you know what? My mental health is so weak and so fragile right now. I went to the office at work and I was like, I need to take time off of work. If I don't take this time off of work, my kids are not going to have a mama. They're not. And so I just, depression is nothing to play with. So if you got to read self-help books, if you got to remind yourself, you know, in the morning that you are a badass. I remember waking up to myself in the morning and literally the first thing I said to myself when I was trying to get myself out of depression was like, You really do love yourself. So take care of yourself. And that was just the hardest thing for me to say because I didn't know what self love looked like. Mm. So if you gotta read self help books, nobody thinks you're corny for doing it. I definitely don't. You gotta do whatever the fuck you need to do to heal yourself, you know? This, this shit is not a game. Like, people are out here who really do love you and care about you. Take care of yourself, and the people who understand that are going to understand that after you get out, you know, from the other side. And the ones who don't, fuck them. Seriously. Okay. So, how has therapy changed the way that you love yourself?
1: Okay, well, I went to therapy the first time when I was at University of Memphis. I started seeing Doctor Potts. Oh my God, he was great. Black male, older guy. Um, he was he was great, and I felt like this was, this was where I needed to be because his time at U of M lasted the same time I was at U of M. I went there from August to December. I think I started seeing him like September or October. I had to be September because we had a lot of sessions. I would see him like twice a month. And uh, at the end of December, when I got done, you know, with that semester, because I I decided to quit school at the time, he changed his um, counseling area. He went back to Memphis City School, so he was no longer counseling at University of Memphis either. It was like he fulfilled his purpose in my life and had to move on to something else. The same with me. I felt like I got everything I needed to get out of University of Memphis and out of my you know time with him and it was time for me to move on to something else. Yeah. So, Dr. Potts, he helped me figure out a lot of stuff. Oh my god. Um man, I when I say they, ooh, he earned his degree with me. I'm honestly say that because <laughs> me you, people can probably tell by this this episode already that I can talk my ass off. <laughs> And me, I'm also very transparent. So when it came to going to a counselor, or therapist, it wasn't like they didn't—they never had to pry things out of me because I was seeking help. Like for real, I was like, "Bro, I need help." So I'm gonna give you all my shit. I need you to take it in. I need you to write your notes, and I need you to help me come up with some solutions. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
0: My first day of therapy. Listen. <laughs>
1: What's my solution? Even even my therapist now, I started seeing my therapist. I think the the therapist I have now, uh, I started seeing her, I think the end of November. And the first day I went, I was like, okay, we're here for 50 minutes. You're probably not going to be able to say a word. I'm going to give you everything about me and you can talk on the next session. <laughs>
0: That's how I was with my therapy session, too. I, like, literally pulled the tissue out of my purse. I was like, all right, girl, I'm gonna let it all out. But guess what? When I'm letting it out, I'm gonna fucking cry. And you're gonna have to deal with it. Get your pen, <laughs> get your paper, and let's rock, bitch, because I'm mm. gonna cry. And it was just oh my god, so amazing just to let somebody let me talk and not give a fucking opinion. Oh
1: my god! Mm. Yes, I love it. I love therapy. It's, bro, I I really do. Like it's like my nigga, I'm gonna give you this bread, and you are gonna listen to me because I gave you bread to do it. And some people, uh, and it's it's crazy. Like people think you're cra- I, man. The I was watching the Chappelle show. There's a skit where um, uh, trading spouses where. <laughs> Uh, the there was a white a white dad and a black dad. They traded spouses, and the white the white family made him go to therapy. And he was like, "Look, bitch, I will never forgive you for this. <laughs> I never forgive. I never. I never forgive you for bringing me here." And when he when he made them leave, she was like, "Okay, Leonard, we can talk one uh uh face to face." He was like, "Look, don't tell nobody I've been here. I ain't crazy. So if you tell anybody I came here, I kill you." She was like, no, this is confidential. I won't tell nobody you came in." He was like, okay, well, confidentially, I am crazy. And if you tell anybody <laughs> I'm here, I <I'll> kill you. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't go understand ahead, go ahead.
0: why there's just such a stigma around um, black people going to therapy like that. It's nothing wrong with talking to somebody who can help you. You know, even if it's, yeah. you just need to use this person as a sounding board. And honestly, you know what? Um, It's not healthy to continuously use your friends as a sounding board. Go to somebody mm-hmm. who can professionally help you, you know?
1: Yeah, Go I've on. even told friends that drop heavy shit on me. I'm like, hey, man, like, I can only tell you so much, but I think you need to get professional help because... I don't want to tell you anything wrong and I don't know much about certain stuff. Right. And they took that as well. Oh, you're just trying to tell me you don't listen, you're not you don't want to listen. If you just don't want to listen to what I got to say, then you could have just said that. I'm like, bitch, like <laughs> little bitch that's literally not what I said. Yeah.
0: But also I like, think it's also important for us to realize too that um you need to ask permission before you dump something on you know your friends I think that's Mm. very important like um, you don't know what the hell I'm going through if you just calling me only just to dump on me all the time and you leaving your garbage with me and then you hang up the phone you feeling lighter well guess what somebody who is an empath like I am I feel everything so when you leaving that with me it's okay so now my battery is low and your battery is fully charged so who do I go talk to And y'all want to know a secret? Me and Brittany do that with each other. We have started to since yes, you know, we know it now. We do that with each other. Mm -hmm. And the secret is true T, come in real close so you guys can hear the people that like the dump. Okay. Can y'all hear? Can y'all hear? Okay. So the secret is when you ask, We hear boo. (laughs) Good. When you ask. For help, I mean, for help. When you ask, you know, ahead of time, hey, is it okay? Are you in a space where you can handle this before I put all my shit on you? Guess what? Because we have that mutual respect for each other, I have a lot more room to be able to do so. Because, yes, you know what I'm saying. Now, now it's like, oh no, I definitely can because I can get myself together because you have that respect for me. So now I have lots of room, only for her though. Right. The room is there, so she can't ever tell me a time you know, are you, are you, it's probably, I'm probably not going to be a time where I'm not in a mental space. It's going to be very limited time because we have that respect for each other and we've created those huge spaces. So just thought y'all should know. I've even, um, I think I said that on Facebook one time and that made a couple people in my family realize that, Hey, yeah, you do just need to ask people for permission because one time, my mama called me and asked me if I had the, the mental and emotional space to take something on, and I was like, "Damn! Like my mama really respects my boundaries. Like I really fuck with that, and I'm always like, if you ask ten times out of ten, they're going to be receptive to that. Mm-hmm. Ten times out of ten. So if if you respect my feelings or you know respect. My mental space, or you know, whatever. I'm gonna drop everything. Yeah, I can. I can listen to you. What, what's up? What you need? You know. Mm-hmm. Let Let's learn how to respect people and what they got going on as well. I agree. Because so nobody Doesn't owes mean. you to listen to all of your shit, especially if you're constantly complaining. About the same shit. Nobody owes you, and even if it's different shit, then you always complain about something. Nobody owes you that to sit and listen, friends or not, because that's not a part of the, you know, one. That's a one sided friendship. That's not nobody yeah, owes I you that. Well, I didn't sign that part of the contract. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I looked. That's that's not for me.
1: I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but back. What, what's the what was the original question? I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry, we went off on a tangent, huh? How has therapy changed the way you love yourself?
1: Okay. Therapy helped me weave through, weave, I'm sorry, I said weed, helped me weave through my emotions and why I was feeling certain things and getting to the roots of why I felt certain ways. Mm. So with the, when I can get to the root of something, it helps to eliminate the problem that is being created from those things. So, uh, for example, um, my relationship with my parents was a big reason as to why I felt very inadequate, at you know, inadequate as a person in life. Um, Some growing up, I didn't feel like um, I didn't. Well, I won't say I didn't feel appreciated. I just didn't feel like I was getting. Praise enough, I guess. Uh, I wasn't. I didn't feel like I got. A, I'm. Pr- I didn't get enough. I'm proud to use, and I had to figure out how to feel proud of my accomplishments. Because a lot of times I never felt like I was good enough at shit. So, therefore, as an adult, I always felt inadequate. Even though I was in a great, even though I'm in a great space, I hear people come to my job all the time. And they be like, oh. Oh uh, uh, you 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 married? That they, they they asked me that shit first. You married? I'm like no, I, I'm not married. You have children? No. Um and you, you 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 got your own place? You live by yourself? Yes, I do. Um and you got your own car? Yeah. I'm <laughs> like you're rare. You're a rare male in in this in in this world. I'm like what you mean I'm rare? I'm just a regular nigga. <laughs> and to them that's like that's like a thing that's like new to them. Like, they, they just feel like you're, you're a black male who got your own car, own place, you got a good job, and you don't have any children and you're single.
0: It is like rare. A- <laughs> Why you sound so aggressive?
1: It's, rare. It's, true. it's It's right. it's, true. It's,
0: it's, true. True. it's so it's rare. True. rare. <laughs> that's really. That's, uh, okay. <laughs> Listen, having a job should be the bare minimum. I'm not going to praise you for having no job. okay? The burr.
1: <laughs> the burr.
0: The burr. <laughs> the the gris, the burr minimum. Okay? That's <laughs> the bare
1: minimum. Okay? Y'all are, y'all are
0: hilarious. Bare. <laughs> the are Bear. grizzly
1: bear minimum. Okay, <laughs> yes. Come on, things. I'm not uh, So yeah, I, I feel like I should be proud of you know the of that. I guess, a proud to be a a regular human being. I don't know. To me, this just seems like regular, regular shit that you're supposed to have or supposed to do. But to other people, it's like a real accomplishment. But you know, I think I might just be harder on myself than I than other people are. I guess.
0: You might be held holding yourself accountable, and like most of your black male counterparts, but we won't go
1: there. We're not. That's a podcast for another day. Alrighty, this is podcast for another day. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh my god! And uh, but what? yeah, I, I feel. But yeah, I I never really figured out where the feeling of inadequacy came from, and it came from childhood. I I figured it out and they helped me how to figure out they helped me to find the root of the problem and tackle the root of the problem things i wouldn't have done on my own like at all because i'm not i don't i don't think i'm that smart when it comes to psych psychology i guess i don't i don't understand psychology i never went to school for this shit so i could never diagnose myself I, I, that's just one aspect it's so many other things um, and loving myself was more than therapy um, it was more than just going to therapy it was it was me taking the time to learn about what I liked about me what, what things that I like to do just you know on my own like nigga I go to, even though I'm in a relationship right now I go to the movies by myself all the time I went to see Star Wars um, the other day by myself nigga you owe. huh
0: i said nigga you old
1: first of all you know what we ain't gonna go there anyway <laughs> so I'm talking,
0: I'm talking about going to see star wars not going to the movies by
1: yourself i know what you meant <laughs> anyway even to even though i'm in a relationship to this day i still go do stuff on my own i uh I figured out the things that I really like. I found new hobbies for myself. More than just, you know, working out. Like I love working out, don't get me wrong, but there has to be more to me, more to me than just lifting some weights. Like I'm really smart. I'm really into music. What 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 I want to find an instrument that I want to learn how to play and learn how to play it and just a bunch of different stuff, man. You gotta learn how to be around you and not be bored. Mm-hmm. Niggas Ooh. talk about how bored they are all the time. And that's t- I'd be like, how, how sway? Because I'm going to find some shit to do.
0: That's awful. Always. That is a great, that's a word. Wow.
1: For real. I see it all the time. I'm bored. What y'all doing? Pull up. Man, can't nobody come on my house. Hell no. You niggas are not invited.
0: (laughs) Hell no. (laughs) 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 Okay. Do you feel like you found your purpose in life? And regardless of your answer, how do you know?
1: Okay, I'm glad you asked. I've been reading a lot in the... Well, I haven't studied enough, but I know enough to have an opinion. Um, Jonah of the Bible. I've been learning a lot about Jonah of the Bible. Um, Long story short, he was running from his purpose that God gave him, his divine purpose that God gave him. And God literally halted his life by having him be swallowed by a fucking whale. And he wouldn't be let out until he said, all right, God, if 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 you let me out of here, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. And I've literally, I've experienced that in my life. I've figured out my purpose in life and the times I feel like I'm straying away from my purpose, I don't feel like I'm growing as a person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If that makes sense. It and is. not... Yeah, I, I feel like I'm being halted as a person when I am not living every day according to my purpose or getting up every day according to my purpose. When I am, so many blessings start running into my life. I've I've noticed that. That specific blessings, not 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 just random blessings. I'm talking about specific blessings. People come into my life that I that I knew I needed, but I did not know how to find. I think that's God putting people in place for me to receive my purpose and go further within my purpose safely. He's slowly guiding me inside of my purpose. And I feel a sense of fulfillment every day when I do go after my purpose and I see these blessings. That sense of fulfillment, those are feelings that I I could have never fathomed when I was, uh, you know, just in the world, just doing whatever the fuck I wanted to do every day, you know?
0: Right. Hmm. Wow. That's a great answer. Great
1: answer. <laughs> I have been like, we took a break, did it? Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we took
0: <laughs> a break. So, so Brandon. Brandon. Go ahead, oh, Nikki. Go, ahead. Sorry. go ahead. So we're gonna lighten the mood a bit. All right, we talked okay. about some great, great things, but you know, a little, little heavy. Um, so we're just gonna lighten the mood and just kind of get to know Brandon a little bit more. Okay, just you know,
1: oh, something shit. a
0: little bit fun. So, we're you. You. so what we're gonna do? We're gonna um, Brandon. We're just gonna ask you some really. Rapid fire questions, and so these are not going to be paragraph answers. These are going to be really quick, short answers. Okay, ready. I hope oh, it's wait. juicy. <laughs> ready? All right. I'm ready. Knee along, Megan Good. Which one? Knee
1: along, Megan Good. Smokes cigarettes. <laughs> what? I said knee along because Megan Good smokes cigarettes.
0: Oh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, favorite, <laughs> favorite R&B love song of all time?
1: Shit, Oh, that's a good one. It's got to be Tyrese. Signs of love making. <laughs> <laughs> These are the signs of love making. Are you that zodiac? Are you that zodiac freak? I've been looking for a girl. You stand in me.
0: This is involving. Hey, I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna lie. I used to, uh, 15-year-old Brittany used to fuck with Tyrese. Heavy, you hear me? It, Especially that part. It might I
1: change. Was. It might change, but that's the song that came to my mind first.
0: Listen, my favorite Tyrese song yeah. was, How you gonna up and leave me? Leave
1: now. me now.
0: <laughs> yes. Baby, I was in my feelings. Okay, anyway. But okay, nobody cares.
1: Let's All go. Right.
0: All right. Damn. One's gotta go. Anime or video games?
1: Video games easily.
0: You can only listen to one artist for the rest of your life. Who is it? Marvin Gaye. Mm. One's gotta go. Hot Wings or Rotel?
1: Fucking Rotel. Yeah. I want wings every day. Me too. With, ranch.
0: <laughs> with blue cheese. Or
1: not. With blue cheese and or ranch. <laughs>
0: Look, I, I ain't fucking with blue cheese. Okay.
1: Next question, nigga.
0: Next question. All right. Strangest thing you've ever eaten.
1: Pussy. What? Wow!
0: <laughs> yeah. That is a great answer because that is quite strange. All right. Favorite superhero. <laughs> 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 that boy. Stranger things. Shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That boy in demogorgons. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Mika. Superhero.
1: superhero. What?
0: Favorite superhero.
1: Oh, favorite superhero? Um, Spider-Man. The Terrence Howard version. Okay. If Spider-Man. You could...
0: the... Okay, the Terrence Howard Okay, all right. <laughs> it took me a minute. I'm like,
1: what? Okay.
0: I just it. Any... <laughs> if you could be any animal, what would it be?
1: Gorilla, easily.
0: Okay. That's what TV sitcom would you be a member of oh, I'm the sorry. Fresh
1: Prince of Bel-Air and I'd be a Banks yes,
0: okay alright that boy wants some money some
1: right. money
0: well guys this has been our time with Brandon on oh this
1: is it, no more questions this was so much fun
0: no no more questions no more. but we want to invite you to our next segment we're going to do this is Anika's favorite segment
1: yes this this is.
0: segment is called if niggas ain't got shit else they got the what Britney audacity the audacity <laughs> cause they audacity! always do and in this segment we have to remember that niggas is not black niggas is, not, niggas is everybody that had the audacity and that will make you a nigga so since we have a guest I'm gonna let the, my guest go first Brandon what's yours okay,
1: niggas, niggas have the audacity okay do y'all know who Big Gip is?
0: Yes, I do. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, Big Gip. For those who don't know, Big Gip is an Atlanta rap legend from the from the uh the dungeon family, of course, from the group um um God, the group shit. Uh, hold on. Um, uh, the group name is Damn it. Oh anyway, it, it's, it's him see C- 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 him C- C- yeah. him, CeeLo, Big Rube, all of them. Goody Mob, that's the name Gip. of the name of the group. Goody Mob. Okay, big group. Gip is from Goody Mob. He posted a picture of like a uh, uh, a man, a man, and they were like putting a shadow over the rainbow. And he was basically saying that uh, he was basically making a post about straight Pride Day. Mm-hmm. Nigga, what the fuck do straight people need with a straight Pride Day?
0: I don't need it. I just wanna say I, I just wanna say that um
1: all I'm straight by the way. I'm a I'm a straight male for those who don't who hadn't figured it out, I guess. I don't know. But I just thought though like nigga, what?
0: All of us are LGBTQ friendly. All Super friendly. Super I don't play that bullshit. Don't come over here with that homo homophobic shit with me. Don't do that. Do, don't. Don't. I just don't understand. like what's the point? Like uh
1: Yes. The point of a straight par- the point of a gay pride parade or gay pride day, it's basic well to put it in layman's terms, it's the same re it's the same thing as white people asking for a white history month.
0: Oh, be uh, careful. You know niggas hate that. That's different. That's
1: different. Exactly. They love that No, it's the exact same shit. It's nigga, every walking day, every day you wake up is a day for white peoples and their history to be celebrated. Let black people have black history month because their history is not celebrated in a formal fashion like it should be. So let us have our shit. And plus, what is having, what is the benefit of having a white history month? Every day is white history month. Nigga, you go to school every day. It's it's white history only. Black history isn't even taught in school. Let us have a month. Same thing as the, the, the fucking pride parades. Like, nigga, what is the pride parades going to do? How, how is that hurting you? How is that hurting you in any way? Every waking moment is a day for straight people to not feel oppressed. Straight people are not oppressed. Gay people and transgender people are oppressed people. They are discriminated against. They, they're denied jobs. They're denied... Financial uh, aid sometimes, and they are denied basic rights because of their orientation. What the fuck? How how can a, an oppressed people threaten you in any way, form, or fashion?
0: You are right, Brandon?
1: That's my that's my niggas ain't. I mean, that's my uh people ha- niggas have the audacity segment i guess piece of the day
0: cuz literally that i i didn't i didn't know that that is that's some real aud- audacity right there i mean <laughs> come on now really i would not be participating in that shit the fuck i got other shit to do <sighs> okay i got
1: some more shit too oh my god but i'm gonna just leave it at that
0: you want to let one more out cuz i feel like okay. the spirit would like I, to
1: okay i saw a white man Oh God! Take a dog from a homeless person. Oh
0: my God! I saw that shit too, and I was in flames. Wait a minute. <laughs> can we can we elaborate? Cause that is not nigga shit. But go ahead.
1: It's not nigga shit, but I mean nigga as an ignorant motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, that's the it's that's what I mean today. As ignorant motherfucker. Okay, basically. Uh, you know homeless people a lot of them just have dogs for some odd reason <laughs> and some of them have dogs and the they they already don't have yeah for companionship they they're they're confidants they become a real like friend or buddy and they feed the dog they they give the dog something to drink you know what I'm saying they're not they're not harming the dog at all it's these um, oh my god who who how can I describe these people? these these go ahead
0: y'all niggas wanna uh y'all so concerned about these goddamn animals and helping these animals and do shit they can't do enough that animals can't pay you motherfucking bills and shit i'm sorry to get so <laughs> riled right up behind it but this man was literally standing on the street you could have been helping this man and but no y'all want to take his damn dog from him that man was literally crying it was just really really heartbreaking it was really heartbreaking
1: it was So in that moment, he
0: wasn't even a human to human where it's like, hey, this is my dog. I have respect for you because that's your dog. Like, no, you ain't shit because you homeless. So you a little bit below the dog. I'm actually going to take the dog and save him because he shouldn't be treat. He shouldn't have to live in these conditions. The fuck?
1: Instead of helping the person, the person is homeless. All they probably have is this dog. Is this companion?
0: Exactly. Imagine not having anything anything and you have your dog you you have at least somebody to talk to even this even though this this animal can't speak back to you then somebody come and take your dog like you and and by no means am i just like super pita and don't wear fur. i don't i don't give a shit about all that but the video was just really it was heartbreaking
1: yeah. And, and I'm I- I'm big. I love animals. I love animals so much. And animal taught me what unconditional love was. I didn't understand. Like when I know oh, black people be like, man, these folks they be crying over these animals and shit like that. Like, nah, bro, you don't understand. Like these animals, they have feelings. They're they are, they, they, def, they, def, they feel things. They they have personalities. They are hilarious. No. I'm I'm pro animals all day, but you're not gonna you're not gonna just ignore somebody's poverty and take the probably the one thing that they have to live life every day.
0: Can I ask a question? I'm almost scared to ask. So the you person, just
1: did
0: okay. That's true. So the person <laughs> <laughs> that took the dog, we know they were white. Was the homeless person white too, or were they black? Yes, I'm just yes. trying to put yes. This. They were what white too? Yep. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was really sad. And I don't take the dog over y'all own people, and y'all right? know that is
1: right. Not y'all own people. It be your
0: own <laughs> It be your, own niggas. It be your, <laughs> your, your <laughs> own niggas.
1: it be your own niggas.
0: Okay. It be your own niggas. All right. Y'all yeah. ready for my audacity? Cause yeah, go, real, ahead, bro. Yes. go ahead, bro.
1: Because yours be funny, bro. I got to hear it.
0: <laughs> listen, it's real simple. Nothing too funny. It's just listen. So, I just want people to know. Let's segue into some respect, okay? With a capital K at the end. Just have some respect for me. So, Tuesday, I come in to work an hour early because I want to get shit done. So, I'm like, you know, that's my planning period in the morning. I can kind of go through some things a little bit quicker. So, when I come in early, the people that come in at the same time I come in are not there. So, that means the early people, y'all used to not seeing me. So, pretend like you don't fucking see me until I get there, quote unquote, at 8 o'clock. All right? But it weren't. So, but it worked. Okay. So I get over and I decided I sneakily make me a cup of coffee cuz usually I don't have coffee that early but I had had almost no sleep and I was like I need to get myself going. So I go over to the coffee bar and I'm making my coffee minding my black ass business and here comes fucking Karen. Not a good morning. <laughs> not anything other than just a complete out of left field nowhere talking about um just work shit all of a sudden like a complaint blah 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 something happened and all the billing holder i don't know and blah, blah blah and i'm looking at her like bitch what you want me to do about it like i'm literally here an hour early <laughs> I'm here to hear you fucking tell me about your problems cuz you didn't even know i was going to be here but yeah you was already locked and loaded with your negative bullshit when you came over here you didn't even say good morning notice keyword I said Karen so you can kind of uh, yes. her,
1: her name is Karen they killed me.
0: this raggedy ass bitch I mean like so early it probably was like 659 are you fucking kidding me she just going on and on and I know I'm giving her the stank look cause I'm looking at how she looking at me like hmm I'm gonna use your face as a reflection as I look at see how the faces I'm making cause you really got me fucked up so I said I looked at her I said I have nothing because in my department, they want me to fix everything. And I'm like, I, first of all, I said, good morning, Karen. Did she say good morning back? She fucking didn't. She just kept complaining. I'm like, you know what? So just fuck my feelings. But why do I have to listen to you complain about something that I literally have nothing to do with? So I, I'm like, you know, what am I going to say? I said, you know what, Karen? I've literally had an hour and a half sleep last night. I'm just getting my cup of coffee. I'm just getting here like you. So let me take some time to drink this coffee down and maybe I can think about what you said and get back to you. I said, but right now, none of the stuff is registering. And she's looking stupid. She's like, oh, you only had an hour and a half sleep? Yes, bitch. I don't care if I had a full 10 hours. Realistically, I deserve a good morning because you're a rude ass bitch. And like, how, like really, you could have at least said good morning before you started, even though it wasn't a good morning. Thanks to Karen, bitch ass my whole morning was just ruined and I'm just like, how do you you drove a long way from home just to have all that built up and get to work to be like, oh, they did this and they did that and I'm like, okay but I deserve the same human decency like the fuck? Right. I mean and then it, it didn't even stop there like she continued, so after I found a solution for her, she continued to complain once my supervisor finally got in, now she had to tell her what happened But by the time she told her, guess what? Even though it wasn't my job, I went ahead and found a little solution for her. Like, you know what? I know somebody that can help you. His name, IT, I'm going to refer you over there. There you go. I'm going to copy you on the email so everybody can see it so you can shut the fuck up. what she do? Soon as my supervisor gets there, now she has to make an announcement about this and this and that. And I said, Karen, you're on the email. It's literally about to be resolved. And she was like, oh, well, I was away from my computer and see. yes, the fuck you did, bitch, because it's been sent 30 minutes ago, and what you been doing? Niggas have the audacity just to come at you any type of way in a work environment just when they feel like they have something to say. Like, bitch, you, you need to go find you something to do. Because this bitch complains about everything. I personally would recommend a nice piece of long, thick dick for Karen. If anybody has some, she needs. Thank you. And that is my best. Long and thick, okay? That's the only thing that's gonna work. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, I... Oh, I am flustered. Oh my word! I never. I, clever Lord. Oh, come on, Clara. <laughs> one one of my pet peeves is do not ask me shit before you greet me. Don't do it, cause I will. I will literally. At our last place of employment, TGX, they would <laughs> do that to me. Like I would roll my computer out. You know, onto the floor, and can you help me? Hey, good morning to you too, Bertha. How are you today? After you have shifted your wig to the right today, how you doing? Okay. Oh, this week, I did not have an audacity previously in the week, but oh, I had one mini audacity and a big audacity. So my mini audacity is um y'all want to be black till it's time to be black. <clears throat> <laughs> um I I work with somebody <laughs> and she is as white as fresh snow. Okay, pronounce the H and white so we can know how white she is. White <laughs> White. She's white. White okay. white. Okay, got it. White. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my white coworker takes <laughs> <text> me. <laughs> Sent me, a, sent me a text message and she says, hey, um, I forgot my keys. And I said, okay, you know, I'll be there at opening time, 845. And, you know, she, she can't turn around and go home and get her keys because she works three and a half hours away. So she's literally coming back and forth every day to train me. So she says, "Hey, forgot my keys or whatever." I said, "Okay, cool. I'll be there on time to open, you know, open the office." So y'all know that, uh, you know, you can make your own emoji, memoji on, I, you know, uh, iPhone, and it can, but some people a majority of people, I want to say 99.9% of people customize it for your Memoji to look like you. It's, it's, if you don't have an iPhone, it's called Memoji, but I'm sure everybody knows it. So, be gonna send me a Memoji ah. and the Memoji is black, y'all. What? The Memoji is black.
1: Not even light-skinned
0: black. Not even light-skinned black. Light-skinned black. She is like a a paper brown caramel latte black.
1: No. And it's not
0: even like... It's not even a white girl with a tan white. It's a black girl. Black. And I looked at it for a minute... And I was like, B you maybe it's time for some new glasses." <laughs> it, but, so then I I sent it to Anika. I was like, "This black or not?" Nah? Anika was like, "Well, does she get a tan?" I was like, "But she white. No, she does not have a tan. Her me emoji was black. She was black, and I can just tell like it's some. Um, first of all." Her her boyfriend is a police officer, Mm. and um, I can when she talks about things that are not to a certain standard, um, those things are quote unquote hooted, and I'm not. I, I literally just got in this position, so I really can't. I don't know if I'm at the place yet where I can say, like, hey, girl. When you say hood and when you say ghetto, I know what you mean.
1: Bitch. Ooh, that's I know, another
0: episode. Navigating workspace. My <laughs> progressions go. Oh, Lord. Uh, I know that you think that these things are black and these things are uh, beneath you. And yep. I know that you think that You feel like you are better than Black people. And I can just tell by your microaggressions. Like, some of the things I say, like, I will, and it don't get on my nerves too much because I know she's going to be gone. But, like, I rearranged the the desk to how, the the receptionist desk to how I wanted it because I'm going to be the one sitting there until... Um, they hired a receptionist, and she came back and rearranged all this stuff that I did and I asked her, I was like, But well, what happened to this? What happened to this? What happened to this? Oh, well, I changed it for you. I well, no, you don't need to change it for me because I'm gonna be the one working here in the, in this space. you don't have to you don't have to come behind me and do anything, so I can just i I know in my heart of hearts that she go home and her and her white boyfriend talk about um hood things and ghetto things and I can just only imagine the kind of ideology she has, but it just really blew me that she sent me a black emoji. It just but really... why? And, it, it makes me wonder like, do you just have a couple of them saved and did you send it to me because I am black? And do you send your black memo? Yeah, that's white friends? exactly what I was
1: thinking. That's Ooh. exactly what I was thinking. I bet she, she, she don't send it shit to her white friends. I guarantee I
0: don't think she do
1: I guarantee you she don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Hey, Mm, she wanted to, hey, homie. What up, girl? How are you? Yeah. Girl, ain't no thing. I get my nails done every week, bitch.
0: Yeah, and she just be, and she'll get in the office and just cuss and cuss and cuss and cuss and cuss and and, and like, who, she like, one the other day she was like, who the fuck does that? And I'm like, Girl, but we this is a professional setting. We you saying stuff like this? Like I was kind of taken aback, even though y'all know I'm ratchet, but in my professional life, I'm not.
1: I'd have been like, "Look, whore."
0: <laughs> okay, black youngster. <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> but uh, oh hey, I have a question before we get done, y'all. Okay. My girlfriend Brittany thinks that. Well, I won't say thinks. I think this is pretty spot on. Um, that sucking teeth is a black people thing, a uh, black and African people thing. Like, like this shit.
0: I want to say I don't know if it's a black thing, but I will say it annoys the fuck out of me. Your mom, <laughs> uh, I can see that. Your your cousin does it consistently. If he got some food stuck in his teeth, he will suck that motherfucker. Mm, sorry, he will suck it <laughs> like it's a demogorgon. Do you hear me? No, oh no.
1: You and this word. I don't want you to stop. <laughs> um I don't
0: know, I, I, I don't know if it's a black thing or not. I don't know. I say it's a black okay. thing. I, I mean, I
1: I, I just wanted to know y'all's opinion.
0: I don't know. I don't but... I mean, you, t- you typically don't hear white people go, "Man, you don't or you don't I don't ha-. But I don't know if I'm just going to say it's just exclusive to black people. Um I probably We're not in other- a- we're not in enough white spaces to know that. To know that, yeah. She
1: yeah. Speak for yourself. Well, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say. I've been in so. I work in banking. <laughs> I've been in white spaces. Trust me.
0: So you, they do say it. That's what you're saying.
1: No, they do not. Oh. Okay. And it, I, I never noticed it because it's such such. It's such a small, minuscule thing.
0: Yeah.
1: But um. It's. I, man, I forgot. Uh, I forgot what we were talking about. Like just like small, subtle stuff. Hey. Um, um ho- Hold on, hold on. How did that boy
0: put the podcast? I think on? I think, how we, how how think we ta- I think we were talking podcast think... on hold. Kid oh my <laughs>
1: bad. <laughs> I think we were talking about um, white women wearing wigs.
0: Or, All right, we are gonna talk about. We D-blood. were not.
1: Oh no, oh, no. I, I I think I fuck. I think I messed it up. But anyway, <laughs> we
0: are gonna oh, do this God. for a different. Okay, so to my big audacity, uh, I don't know if look, I just smacked my teeth. <laughs> so I don't know if the majority of people know who Jillian Michaels is. Yes, I do. What happened to her? But Anika and I used to love us some Jillian Michaels. We used to? Yeah. Or, I don't, but you can. Uh, so, Jill- if you don't know, Jillian Michaels is this fitness guru. She has literally made millions of dollars off of workout tapes and workout DVDs. Um, and, you know, she's has a super fit body or whatever. So, Jillian Michaels was on some TV show this past week and the host decided she wanted to bring up Lizzo. Oh, and as she moment. was bringing up Lizzo, Jillian Michaels decides she wants to say why are we praising Lizzo for being fat? Really? Uh, uh Fatness leads to diabetes and X Y Z and da 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 blah blah blah. I want people to know that being fat, being overweight, being bigger, all that stuff is not synonymous to automatic, systematic diabetes. It's not um, equate or synonymous with any kind of health if- issues. At all, just because you are overweight does not mean that you necessarily have diabetes. There are skinny people who have diabetes, there are people in the middle who have diabetes. It just, I would say, puts you at a higher risk for it. There are not necessarily, there are people who are overweight who do not have diabetes. Um, and as a fitness guru and somebody who knows what the body is like you should know that Lizzo gets on stage um, more nights than we do and she performs for an hour hour and a half dances plus plays the flute
1: yeah she's damn good damn I can honestly as a performer she is damn good
0: and as somebody who is smaller than Lizzo and does not have diabetes as well I struggle with getting up three flights of stairs. So being overweight is not synonymous with diabetes. But really, what really pisses me off is there have been reports and stories of Jillian Michaels who has come out and said she's not not happy with her own body. So how dare you put your mouth on somebody um, that you feel is not adequate enough to how do I want to phrase this? How dare you talk about somebody, something that you don't know? Period. How dare you talk about that? The issue with Lizzo is how dare you be a fat woman and a black woman and a dark skinned black woman. Because you better fucking pick one because you can't have all three. And to be honest, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you be comfortable in your sexuality? How dare you put on lingerie and be sexy? How dare you get on Instagram and show people your ass? How dare you go to basketball games and wearing a thong or whatever? How dare you want? Um, are practicing positive body? Uh, a positive body image for yourself but y'all love to get on Beyonce's damn internet and talk about love yourself and do this and do that but then you can't even but that falls under a certain category as long as you fit and thin and look like a fucking Kardashian and light skin and this and that it's okay for you to talk about you know loving yourself and get on the internet and showing your titties and all this kind of stuff but as soon as you're a black woman and love yourselves unapologetically, it's a problem. Just like y'all get on the internet and talk about how Ari Lennox looks like a a damn Rottweiler. You're fucking lying.
1: Who who talking about Ari Lennox? Who?
0: Some some dude got on on Twitter and said, Tiana Taylor and Ari Lennox. It's funny how they can exude sexiness but still look like Rottweilers. Just say that y'all hate black women and move the fuck on and let these black men who do, who do love black women, let them have their space and they shine. And let them love black women unapologetically. If you don't Agreed. love black women, get you a Becky and move the fuck on, okay? Yeah, y'all then,
1: y'all be shoot,
0: it. It's so frustrating. It's, it's frustrating. The first time a black, you know, anytime a black woman says anything wrong the first thing people like to go to well you nappy head wig wearing bitch how could you say this and da da but your mama black your mama wear a wig your grandma wear a wig your grandma wig moving to the back you need to help your grandma <laughs> okay <Wow. laughs> I'm just I am just so over and then you, you know it's not even Jillian Michaels it's a black men as well mm-hmm.
1: agreed uh, As a
0: whole, Lizzo, she just she just got too much mouth. She just do that. She doing too much. Yes, some of the things she may be doing is too much, but it's acceptable if um who I'm who
1: uh Kim Kardashian. Yeah, Chelsea.
0: Uh, what's her name? Chelsea. What's her name? The with the uh show, Chelsea Handler. Is that her name? Yeah. She can come out and be loud and obnoxious as fuck, but because she's white with blonde, it's okay. And it's, and she said it's more acceptable coming from her mouth. But soon as I do it, mama, I'm thicker, I'm darker. And yeah. I got the real fucking audacity to be having an opinion because I look different to her. The so fuck? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. It's just, it's really frustrating trying to navigate loving yourself as a black woman and then as a black woman who has a black daughter. Like, I make sure that I tell my daughter every day, you look really... Be- your natural hair is fucking beautiful. Girl, you laid that baby hair. Like, you did that. <laughs> you really did that. Make sure you put your scarf on, you know? I make sure that she really loves... Like, because the world is not gonna love you. Y'all, like Brandon said earlier, y'all do anything for these likes and these clicks, and y'all think that shit is funny, but all these likes and these clicks ain't paying your bills, and you're still in that damn... uh. Trap house, trying to rub two light bulbs together to get some Hold electricity.
1: On. They in the trap. They in the trap house in Cordova.
0: Yeah, you you rubbing two light bulbs <laughs> together to get some electricity, but you're trying to talk about black women. Y'all really are hurt deep down inside, <laughs> and I'm I'm so tired of it. I'm tired. I'm tired of black women being attacked. And, and why this- though? Like it's just like we the center of like attack me and we like pull, when, but what I noticed when shit comes down to it like if you in a situation whether it's at work or whatever, black women are heavily relied on but the easiest thrown away uh, man yeah. we're, we're viewed as the help literally literally the help yeah, yeah. black women put so many organizations together um, black lives matter was founded about you know black women um We're always there on the front lines taking care of everything. But then, who is taking... Nobody is literally taking care of us. Nobody. I don't hear... Maybe it's because I'm not in white spaces or Hispanic spaces or Asian spaces. Oh, you got to be. But... (laughs) (laughs) It's about to get real good. (laughs) But I don't hear... These men, even on the internet, I don't hear black white men on t- if I don't know if y'all are on, are on TikTok, you know, TikTok the app. But my daughter, she put me on TikTok, and it's like, um, it's like Vine 2.0. And these white boys and these black men get on, on TikTok and love to mimic black women, and it's uh, Rachel you big fat daddy bitch Da-da-da-da-da. like y'all put on these wigs and y'all we are a joke to y'all we really are and it's, it's exhausting to wake up and be a joke like who I am I didn't ask to be this way and I didn't ask to be a black woman but if I could ask to be you know anything I would be I would ask to be a black woman but it's just, it's really hurtful. Like, damn, day in and day out, don't nobody respect me at all. It's hurtful, and I'm just tired of y'all talking about black women. And that's that on it.
1: You're right. It's hard to defend. It's even as a black man, it's hard to defend black men when, when that's the shit I see more than. I, don't get me wrong. I do i do because i'm one of i'm one of the black men in these spaces that love black women and i'm always bigging up black women and always showing black women there i post black women on my facebook stories probably every day (laughs) um and i'm always talking about how much i love black women so much and the black women that i know they know it too and i i know other other men i know other men that uh they're bigger black women. I love it and I love seeing it, but I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna front like majority of the time. I do see black men saying some saying the dog is the shit about the most beautiful black women that have graced the internet or grace, (coughs) grace the entertainment streams and stuff. And you know, if they can, if they can pick apart these, the most beautiful people on the planet, Ooh, then ain't you no know, telling how they doing our, you know, the ones that they see on a daily basis, you know.
0: But what yeah. is that about? Because you literally picked a woman who looks like you, who birthed you, who made you, and everybody else. To be honest, and pick them uh-huh. apart. And but every but you you don't you don't fuck the Sarahs of the world. Nope, you find you can't even, oh, Sarah yeah. can't even bring your black ass home to her daddy because he gonna Girl,
1: I've seen, I've seen, I've seen black man, white girls winning. They get a They, they, they go to these doctors and get these asses and get these waists, get these lips and get these boobs, and it then is. they look like but, black women.
0: Black, y'all, please,
1: please. And then they say please. white women, oh. uh, black girls get y'all better get ready. Y'all better stop playing because these white girls winning when they're literally looking like
0: literally black women. <laughs> Literally, if you're on Twitter, please look up it's a thread on Twitter. And you know, in the search box of Twitter, put in negro like N E G R O, negro fishing. Oh, yeah, there will be a thread that comes up, and there are literally it's maybe it's a thread,
1: yeah,
0: it's maybe like 50 pictures of. White women who have either tanned or somehow got a hold of to some melanin and literally have transformed into black women. And it's it is the scariest Uh shit I've ever seen in my life. This is some Jordan Peele shit. Seriously, it's it's it's. And then it's also trans,
1: some transracial shit. <laughs> it, yeah, it's
0: yeah, it's it, yeah. Then also do yourself a favor and watch like Anika brought up Chelsea Handler. Do yourself a favor and watch uh Hello Privilege. Oh Chelsea. Brittany, I meant to tell you I watched it. Oh, it made me sick. Literally, Chelsea Handler. Listen, okay, so y'all, we're, we're not going to get to the Manifest I'm about to say, we today. just got to scratch it, because I,
1: I got shit to I'll, say. Go. I apologize.
0: We're, we, I will double down on the Manifest segment next week. But uh, Chelsea Handler talks about white privilege in this documentary, quote-unquote. What really pisses me off after I got done watching the documentary is Chelsea Handler is profiting off of this, this documentary, first of all, talking about how... um getting people to open their eyes to black privilege, I mean, white privilege and what it is and da-da-da-da. She does not get through to white people at all whatsoever in this documentary. One thing that really pisses me off in this documentary is Chelsea Handler admits to having a black boyfriend and this black boy, and when she was in high school, and this black boyfriend used to sell cocaine, I believe it was, Nika? Was it crack or Was it cocaine? Something like that. Damn, she
1: just went all the way she just went all the way there to her
0: yeah why not? um and <laughs> times, you know she, she had a car he did not, I believed, and of course he lived in a urban area, and of course, you know, boyfriend girlfriend, they're out with each other. Your boyfriend sells drugs, not eight tens out of you know eight times out of ten you're doing the drugs as well. they get pulled over. I believe Chelsea says three or four times, Chelsea is caught with the drugs on her and they let her go those three or four times and every single fucking time she tells on him and say hey he has the drugs he is where i got the drugs from they're in the car together now he is who i got the drugs from and he goes to jail every single time but hold up wrapped... can i say this that that she the reason why she says they let her go she thought she she never associated it with the fact that there was uh you know they had two different playing fields she said she thought that they really believed she was a good person that's why they let her go that is what I will say about white privilege wow <laughs> go ahead Brittany <laughs> so he gets caught up in the Prison system, and ultimately is end up does he end up um, going to jail for robbery and has to spend what I think I believe fifteen years in jail. But then here comes Chelsea, white girl, (laughs) huh? huh. I you know I'm so innocent. Ends up coming back because she's doing this documentary, and down. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I, I I never knew that you was gonna go to jail for <laughs> and this and that and just sitting down with his family and having dinner, and it's just it's it's just so amazing to me. And I know that this audacity has turned into several tangents, but. Y'all please watch it because it's a it's a part in there where she goes to this like um Nika, what is it? Is it like a um it's like a poetry slam? Oh and this yeah. one black girl ends up ripping her to shreds. Y'all please watch it. It's on Netflix. She was like, You can edit this out if you want to, but I mean she, <laughs> I was like, Yes, girl, tell her. Like pretty much like don't fucking come in here asking us. <laughs> what you want her whole premise is quote-unquote was how since i know i benefited from 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 having white privilege i know it's real so i want to see what i can do you know as a quote-unquote ally or whatever to how can i help with the situation it's like how you gonna ask the people that's oppressed to say how can i help you the fuck it's not our responsibility it's, 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 not, not, it's not. It's not. I respond. Take your ass to Ma and Paul, and I know they done te- taught you their racism. L- let them teach you. Take your ass back to your daddy's mama's sister because they are the same person. Wait. in the highlight just, was the white guy calling her uh, white trash. That was the highlight. He was like, she told her story. He was like, he said he asked her something. She was. Like, he was like, "And you still don't believe you white trash?" I was like, "Yes."
1: Yeah. Tell her. Sorry, mm. that was a nice there's joke. a uh, there's mm. a comedian named uh, Greer Barnes. He has a joke. It's hilarious too about uh. He said if he was a white woman, he'd rob black dudes. Mm. And basically, the joke is, she was like, she he was like, hey. Um, give me all your money. And he was like, what? And she was like, give me all your money or I'm going to scream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he was, and, and she started, and he's like, girl, get the fuck out of here. And she's like, ah, he was like, okay, bitch, calm down, calm down. <laughs> here, <laughs> in my wallet. Is
0: he, is he and a black
1: that, guy? Yeah, he a black dude. And it's just crazy like that that's a joke and everybody under It's funny cuz everybody in the crowd if they're white, they'll understand this joke. Yeah. But then not understand white privilege.
0: Oh. They under No, 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 no. No, no they it- understand it. Sad it, Brittany, cuz it's a part on there where it was like four white women, I don't know where she was, having tea or something. Girl.
1: Shit.
0: Okay. And one of them, and, and all of them, collectively agreed that white privilege was not a thing. However, one of them started talking and kind of started admitting some things, right? So when Chelsea drilled mm-hmm. down and was like, "Okay, so are you saying da 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 da?" and she kind of said, "Yeah, I agree with that." And then the other girl kind of corrected her, like, "Hold up, we're a community. We said we didn't. What are you saying?" And the other girl was like, "Oh, well, I'm not saying it's white privilege. I'm just saying it's black disprivilege," is what she said.
1: What the fuck?
0: That's what, what that she time? said. That is what she said. I, I,
1: I need to watch this shit. Where can I watch it?
0: Netflix. It's on Netflix. Hey Netflix. Cut us a check. Thank you.
1: What is it called?
0: Hello Hello Privileges Me Chelsea. That's the stupid Okay. Idea. Yeah. Okay, guys, we, we we need to go ahead and wrap this up. We've been an hour and thirty minutes. <laughs> oh, but so yeah, we knew this was gonna be a long episode, but anyway, thank you so much, Brandon, for joining us and having you know I, what I feel like is an important conversation.
1: Definitely. Yes, I was. I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Anika. Um, I'm. I'll, I'll be happy to join any time, Promise, because I I can talk my ass off, <laughs> and this I was- love coming here.
0: Yeah, this yeah, is this this a fun a, episode. This is one of my favorites for sure. This was, this was definitely I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's on, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, guys, again, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, you can reach us at blackgirlmanifest at gmail.com. That's B L K Girl Manifest at gmail.com. Oh, even though we didn't do the manifesting segment this week, um, let's still say what we're manifesting for the week. Nika, what are you manifesting for the week? Um, I'm manifesting that um what am I manifesting? Shit. I'm just always gonna manifest a smooth week. I have a lot of things coming up next week and I just know it can be hectic. So I just wanna manifest a smooth week. I wanna ma- manifest, I'm always gonna wanna manifest clarity and just um I'm also gonna start meditating. So yeah. mm. yes, that's that was gonna be our manifesting Monday tip but we definitely went over. So next week we're going to double down on manifesting. But I mean uh meditation. But Brandon, what are you manifesting for the week?
1: Um I'm manifesting restraint. I want to um manifest more restraint over just bullshit food because I'm in I'm back in cutting season. Um I know we were talking about weight loss earlier. I went from 315 to 218. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm up to like, I'm up to like 265 right now. I did some intentional, I did some bulking, just, you know, just, but I think I went a little overboard <laughs> and uh, I'm back, I'm back in cutting season again. So I'm, I'm getting down to 200 sometime this year. Uh, I put myself on a six month plan, but just, you know, it's week by week. I just want to practice restraint. So. Yeah, just restraint and consistency. That's what I'm manifesting this week.
0: Literally, that's, that's awesome. what I should have said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this week I am manifesting how to properly love and um hug my inner child. Ooh. I my. did some no, my literal inner inner child. <laughs> <laughs> Myself, my Seven to ten year old, self, I somebody said something a couple of days ago that triggered me, and I had to look at myself like, why is this bothering you? And so I realized that um, when I was younger, that I really wasn't able to speak freely and move, you know express an opinion because you're a child and it's a black household and you know whatever so I'm just learning how to express my feelings and listen to what people say without getting upset behind it and checking my ego and my feelings at the door so that's what I'm manifesting for this week good girl shit
1: yeah. sounds good I love it
0: It's a it's a work in progress but it's gonna happen all right. So, Nika, do you have any closing announcements for the week? No announcements for me. Everybody have a smooth, safe, happy restraint. A week full of restraint. And what was the other one? It's too late, cuz. I want y'all to just have that kind of week. That's all I have.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, Brandon, one more thing. Tell people where they can reach you at on social media.
1: Uh, on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at it's heavy b. That's I T S H E A V Y B. Um, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Twitter, Twitter is it's heavy B. Um, I don't really do Snapchat like that, but I'm really active on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram, I'm always posting myself working out or posting my workouts and po- posting my food. I'm slowly but surely changing my channel over from a. Personal channel to a uh, um not channel but um from a personal um um page to a um a brand page I guess it's gonna change to shred season and I might cr- just create a new account for personal stuff but um it's it's gonna be it's heavy B for a while for for at least the next few months so if you still want to follow me it's heavy B is cool but if not it's shred season and shred of course it's Arch. S-H-R-E-D season is S-Z-N shred season so if you can if you can't find it you can definitely find shred season um, so yeah I'll be it T V B for the next couple months though
0: okay great well again thank you for joining us on our podcast we will see you all next week Bye. 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 The real niggas blinking up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> R-A-N-A. <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs>